Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effective working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Educationally Ignorant and Ill-Equipped for Life. The pursuit of knowledge is at an all-time high. It's a frenzy of the pursuit of a false promise. I didn't say education was bad. It's the motivation for it and the fact that it is tied to money that has corrupted the system. The student loan debt is around $1.763 trillion as of 4-27-22. It is guesstimated that it will be almost $2 trillion by 2026. This is higher than the state of California debt, which is only $541 billion. Hmm. There are also some who say if educational industry were measured for a success rate, it would have collapsed a long time ago. Now, I know that they are not responsible for what you do once you leave them with that very expensive single sheet of paper. But with so much failure going on with many of their programs, you would think people would stop shopping for that product in that way. Google and YouTube are giving us some alternative ways of learning. But I would stick to the old brick building if you want to be a scientist or a doctor. Knowledge has an expiration date. But for about 50% of those who have degrees and are not using them in the field that they had originally intended, it is probably irrelevant. Now, it's not their fault, and I think I can outline some of the reasons for that. Do I recommend university? Only to those called to it by God. Far too many people who should be entrepreneurs and starting their own businesses get locked into the information agony and only end up with debt not really sure what has happened over the last four years. Tony Shea, who started Zappos and wrote the book Delivering Happiness, shared in an interview with Barbara Walters that he graduated from Harvard, having never attended a class. His friends would take notes and he would test and voila. How's that for being in an institution instead of being an entrepreneur or something else that does not require large volumes of information being poured down your gullet at a rate of speed too fast to mentally digest. It is the epitome of all hearing and no doing. For future thought, I fixed the university issue in about 10 minutes about five years ago, which no doubt was because of my university degree. (laughs) Now, of course, there will be the doubters who either have no vision for their life other than to question everyone else, or who don't understand the wonderful dynamics of humanity and of God. I brush them aside to solve this problem and need not their negative input. So if I were king of the educational world, and don't laugh, I am a man of great faith, I would test students once they entered into junior high school. And hopefully they are not completely destroyed by this time. But again, I am a man of faith. To identify their personalities, natural talents, and strengths. I would also include additional testing for the Christian community such as spiritual gift testings and office operations if called to operate in them. Each semester will be followed up by a semester lab or internship, providing each student with the opportunity to apply what they just learned in the previous semester. Yes, junior high and high school would be extended, given the application portion of the education we are, no wait, we'll be teaching our kids. But this is a better model than the existing one, which releases confused kids who are not well-educated loose on our streets. I know the universities corral a percentage of the lost sheep, 
but in our existing system the sheep leave that industry just as confused and not fully equipped to live life in this world many don't finish while at the same time incurring debt from that misadventure of those that do many do not use the degree in the same industry for which they intended but so to continue with my pie in the sky vision for those kids who are called to be educated in order to work in their dream job the university will also use the same semester of classes then a semester of application model in order for them to graduate with a degree yes a four-year degree will now take six years but they now have two years of experience in the application of that knowledge that today's kids don't have additionally they are more mature and have a better perspective of what's ahead of them in life imagine every kid knowing how to operate a budget imagine the entrepreneurial building businesses instead of sitting in a class being a distraction to the doctors scientists or i.t specialists imagine those who know that their dream and calling is to be inventors actually being in school to learn how to be inventors how to manufacture their products how to file patents understanding the marketplace etc i know it's pie in the sky but it is better than pie in the face with the mountain of debt okay so my messages are free and can completely change your life if you don't fall asleep at your desk there is no such thing as a free lunch so bring a snack at least you miss a nugget just designed for your ears I could go into the failure of a system that is not only perpetuated by false promises, but I would only be attacking the lifestyle of the perpetrators of the problem. And that is no different than attacking the rap industry. I do like some rap. The results will be the same, and that the motivation for that type of response would always be money, money, money. The brass ring doesn't exist, nor is a promise of a better life given to you because you are one of the few whose debt earned you a degree. I say few because, as I've already stated, that percentage of those who do not finish university is very high. This moves not the university system because they get more new recruits every year. This is a perpetuation piece. So if you are asking whether you should go to university or not, well, that's a good question and a great place to kick that discussion off or, well, further down the road. I did a message on your giftings, talents, and personalities already. So you should take a listen and implement its recommendations. With this message, I discuss testing so that you have some idea as to how God put you together. Many of us are not designed to be attending college after high school. I know your parents mean well when they say or plan on your going to college so that you can have a better life, but this is a fallacy and leads to confusion and frustration. The scripture that talks about that is raise up a child in the way that they should go. And then if they depart from it, they will soon return. Listen to me. We're supposed to raise up our kids the way they should go, not the way we think they should go. <laughs> we don't really know better as adults. A better life is found in your purpose and calling and working in it. And when you are using your developed talents, giftings, and personality to carry out the call of God on your life, then you have found your place. The university cannot give you this. They can equip you for some parts of it, but since they don't look for it in the beginning, they cannot give it to you. And it is partly your responsibility. You should be the one responsible for your life and the direction you take in living that life. Many of the most successful people on the planet, if we define success by the size of the bank account, or like to think of it as having the resources to change the world, did not go to university or dropped out when they got there. 
Again, as mentioned earlier, Tony Shea, who had a Harvard degree, I would say earned, but his non-attendance precludes me from saying that, started Zappos and in just 10 years was bought by Amazon for $1.1 billion. His education was not an influencing factor in his success. In fact, he stated to Barbara Walters in an interview that he only went to honor his parents because they had sacrificed so much for him to go. They are probably not too happy that he didn't actually go, but had his friends go and share their notes with him. Yes, a kid graduated from one of the most prestigious universities while never actually attending classes. And you know how many people are just dying to get in there? <laughs> and this is a promise of a better life? Nope. Tony would have been successful if he never graced the doors of that. Wait, if he never read his friend's notes on his living room couch. Yep, he didn't need Harvard. But wait, Harvard got paid anyways. You see the quandary? The misplaced conflict of interest. So we have an industry of education whereby if a student doesn't graduate or does not attend but still completes all of his homework, the university still gets paid. I'm not aware of another industry where they can succeed as much as our universities have financially using this bad of a business model. Well, that is, if you're in it for the money and not to equip the next generation to live life in this country. Now, but I'm not here to destroy the university system. I myself once had a dream to attend Harvard, but they have not yet discovered that each student has a unique way of learning. So they continue to test all students in the same manner. Well, would you test your customers to see if your product will meet their needs? Nope, and neither do they. So I could never get past an SAT. My brain doesn't work that way. Thank God APU found a way to increase enrollment by providing a degree program based on those who may not do well with rote memory testing. It's funny, one of the highest educational institutions hasn't learned this yet. What's that say about the quality of their degrees? Okay, enough about that. So if you're wired to be a learner or teacher, then by all means get an education, a lawyer, doctor of anything, scientist, analyst. Yep, you see where this is going. But if you feel you wanna own your own business or be an inventor or artist, or a musician, then be those things and do it so well that you get paid well for your efforts. In my past applied strengths business, I would interview people asking them if they liked their job. I did this in Grass Valley at a clothing store and it was a most interesting discussion. Also, it revealed why we suck at finding and living in our purpose. To the parents that send your kids to American Idol telling them that they can do anything they want, you are the problem. You perpetuate broken promises and, as I have seen on that show, place your kids in a very awkward situation in front of 500 million people to hear and see that they cannot sing. What is more amazing is the shocked look on their faces as their made-up world comes crashing down on them on national TV. Simon Caldwell should not be parenting your kids on national TV. That's your job. So this girl was hanging up clothes and my wife and I stepped in and asked her if she liked what she was doing. She said yes, as if interviewing for the position again. But her face told us something different. I asked her what she would be doing with her life if money weren't an issue. She stated that she is planning on going to dental school to be a dentist. I asked her if this was her dream, and she stated no, it was her dad's idea. So we continued to press her, pun intended, until she finally said that she is a pretty good artist. 
I asked her why didn't she do that right now. She stated that most artists never make it, and so because of that, she did not want to go in that direction. So now you see, we have brainiac people out there in pursuit of money and an easier life, not knowing that these things do not lead to either. Additionally, hard times are really times of development and testing of a person's character. Why in the world would we want to keep our kids from the very thing that helped us to be successful? It is indeed baffling. But back to the girl. I would not want to be a patient in her office because I know that her heart is not in the job. What a reduction of quality of life, not to be working in your calling and purpose. In another message, I wrote about a guy I know who could be a country singer phenomenon, but chose to sit on his couch and try to find another way. Nope, the hard way is the correct way. You will find yourself in the messes of life. Be developed by them. And by all means, be honest with yourself and with others. If you are not feeling school, then go and get a job until you discover your strengths and calling. You can do this outside of God, but there will be an absence of peace and complete purpose. However, it's an option. But way better is to know him and to discover what is really going on, Neo. Take the red pill and see how successful you can actually be. Nothing, and I mean nothing, replaces fulfilling your purpose using your natural God-given talents, gifts, and personality. And for a few, it could mean pursuing knowledge in a professional institution such as a university. I hear Pie in the Sky University is taking students on as we speak. Well, that's it for today. And no, I don't think we can fix all of the things broken and not working so good on this planet, because we are it. And unless you remove us, we can never be perfect. Our system will continue to fail. And yes, I am a really optimistic person, as I know you were just thinking that. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy, and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in Deep Waters.